1: is a member of the great big owl family. Hello
0: and welcome to SmashPod podcast celebrating all the Bond films by those who enjoy, hate, or just, you know, aren't asked about them. Hosted by me, John Rain. We will be delving deeply into Bond, tackling a different film each episode with an exciting guest by my side. Now, episode eight brings us Bond-sploitation and much, much more in Live and Let Die. My special guest this week is the very funny Daily Mash writer, Nick Pettigrew, who can be found on Twitter as at Nick underscore Pettigrew. So, without any further ado, let's keep on the tail of that jukebox. There are two
1: ways to disable a crocodile, you know.
0: I um I don't suppose you care to share that information with me? Well, one way is to take a pencil and jam it in the depression hole behind his eyes. And the other... All the others twice as simple. You just put your hand in his mouth and pull his teeth out. Nick Pettigrew. Good evening. Good evening. I left a gap there because for quite a few people, I've spoken over them. Right. Okay. Well, we don't want that. No, we don't. We want this to be pure
1: radio. <laughs> as it were. Um, I'm going I live on a main road, so I'm, I've,
0: I've closed the road off specifically for the occasion. That's but. excellent because you know we don't want any sirens interrupting this this gold. No, absolutely, in gold it is, not Goldfinger. No, we, we've
1: done that. So Live and Net Die then? Yes, I was um, too eager, because when you mentioned that the podcast and you sort of said, you know, is anyone interested? Yeah. And I sort of jumped on it and went, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll do any, but obviously Live and Net Die if, if that's still available. And I assumed it wasn't because, you know, that's the best one. Yeah. Um, and then I watched it a couple of times recently. I may have been too hasty.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean it, it, it's a classic. I think it's definitely oh, a classic. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, it's got some weird bits in it.
1: Yes, I think iconic, you could kind hmm. of if you wanted to use that word, but as a as a film, who. Yeah. that would be my one word review. Who. Had a good villain though. I think Dr. Kinanga is a good villain. Kinanga is. Yes, he's kind of he's very um Measured. I like that about him. He's very mm. sort of relaxed. Although the bit, um, I'm assuming it's okay to hop back and forward. Mm-hmm. He, he has the worst
0: prosthetics I've ever seen. Yeah, I've written down himself. here Lenny Henry and True Identity.
1: Yeah, no good. I, so I was going more for sort of uh, Mel B and Bo Selector. It's, it's, <laughs> you're like, how has nobody noticed it's, it's the same person? But he does the voice, doesn't he? Maybe the a tube baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he gets away with it. That must be exhausting for him, though, because you assume like a heroin operation is quite uh, an involved business. Yeah.
0: So to, to, to keep that up for, for... He's a bit like Lee Francis, isn't he? Well, exactly, yeah. He stays in character, yeah. the whole... Like if, he, if he'd be having like the uh, Mr. Big show, Celebrity Juice with Mr. Big. Mr. Big, now that's, that's quite an inventive... It's a bit rubbish, name. isn't it? You had all the time in the world to come up with a, a pseudonym. You chose Mr. Big. No, All the Time in the World is again is a different oh, yeah. film, sorry. Keep on track. Keep
1: on track. Mm. But um, yeah, he's um he's not your typical bomb villain, I don't think. He's actually Well that's what's uh, refreshing about him though. Yeah, he's far he's far more charming than Roger Moore is in this, I think. <laughs> yeah. I mean, apart from, you know, obviously the whole sort of the pin clapping thing, um, which which we don't condone at all. No. Because it it's got that whole um really weird let's Let's do a Bond
0: film, but uh, Shaft was quite successful a couple of years ago. Mm. Let's do that. Yeah. Yeah, you get the impression that they, Tom Mankiewicz, who was on from the previous film, who was the writer of this one, they very much said to him, "Go and watch Shaft or something." Or maybe he said to them, "I've just seen this film Shaft. <laughs> I reckon we? Should, I've got, I've had a few ideas." Or maybe he didn't even tell them, and they just thought he was great. Yeah. Wow. How have you come up with this whole? I mean, he he's written this line for Roger Moore to say, and I had to write it down. Just keep on the tail of that jukebox, and there's a twenty in it for you. Oh yeah, and then he immediately. It, it, I mean, the, the 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 dialogue has
1: has never ever been seen by a black person before it was filmed. That's no. that's quite clear because there's. I think it's the same bit, isn't it? Where it's the driver goes oh, God. Uh, for twenty dollars. I'll follow you to a KKK cookout. Yeah, and and my entire. Body winced into my own bumhole when I heard that.
0: I like that bit though, because the camera lingers on him while he smiles, as if as if it's waiting for a laugh that doesn't come. Well, there's a great bit just after that as well, because Bond, you know, uh, because there's a bloke trying to uh, uh,
1: make the car crash, and and mm. you assume he's got a gun on him because he's like a, a sort of a villain type, yeah. But he doesn't use his gun. He uses a gun that's in a wing mirror, yeah. It needs a camera, yeah. and that just seemed really convoluted. And dangerous. Well, yeah, you can't keep your eye on the road. I mean, I no. think in the highway code, they would probably say no mobile phones, mm-hmm. no change in the stereo, no aiming a, a wing mirror camera
0: gun. Yeah, no. And that's Whisper as well. That's uh, uh, Mr. Big's henchman, Whisper, whose superpower is the Whisper's. Yeah, I, the job
1: interview. Okay, I'm. I'm going to take you on because I can't imagine at any point in the future that that's going to be
0: an issue. Your champagne, sir. <laughs> I just wrote he'd be shit at bingo. House, <laughs> house.
1: All the all the oh seven seventy seven. But no, but when like that that happens and um, the car that sort of does all that. Hmm. And Bon gets on the phone to, um, Felix. to Felix, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And he puts out an APB for the whole of New York for a white pimpmobile. Yeah. Which is, I'm not sure that's an official make of car,
0: isn't it? Wasn't there a Chrysler pink, pimpmobile? Oh, sure. yeah. No,
1: yeah. no. Actually, yeah. No, you're right. It was the it was the '71 pimpmobile, wasn't it? With the um, that had all the problems with the exploding um, wing mirrors. Uh, wing mirrors. Yes.
0: They, they might have arrested Tim Westwood. <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, no, to be fair, I mean, this was, what, 1973. Tim Westwood would have been, I don't know, 42. <laughs> yeah, 42, I reckon. By this point, yeah. I was going to say, actually, on the age thing, because um, Roger Moore in this, I believe, is 46. Is I he? think.
0: Yeah. I, I think, think he's forties I know that, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks bloody good for him. He life,
0: does, doesn't he?
1: He's, you know, he's, he's quite a dapper chap.
0: I'm 40 this year and I look like utter shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he's, he's doing all right, definitely.
1: I think, I mean, style-wise, not so much. There's, there's, an, uh, there's a really sort of um, unfortunate incident with sort of quite high-waisted... Denim. Uh, trousers, the trouser incident, where it's, it's, it's above belly button, which I think is Yeah, too much. he's got...
0: I've written down here, he looks like Barbie's Ken when he finally came out. Because <laughs> he's got this white vest... These slacks, oh, the white vest, yeah, the white vest is good. The matching sort of denim jacket,
1: yeah, doesn't yeah. look good on him. And then there's the there's the sort of um, there's the lemon dressing gown with the burgundy piping.
0: Yes, with with the initials J B. Again, showing how much of a great spy he is. Yeah, his initials, and everything. So you know, not only does he introduce
1: himself everywhere, his dry cleaners know who he is as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, if you wanted to get to he... Bond, just 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 speak to his tailor or dry cleaner.
1: Yeah. Although,
0: when he's wearing that,
1: because um, that's quite near the start, isn't oh, it? It's, uh-huh. it's, it's, it was right near the start. And it's the first, the Bond girl, which is, I think, Madeline Smith, is that yeah. right? Yeah,
0: um, Caruso from Italy.
1: Caruso, yes, yes. And um, quite a good bon girl, I think. Yeah. Very attractive. Because yes. she was in a pompe as well, wasn't she? Up-pompe, uh, yes, she was. Yes, because there's that really weird sort of Brian Ricks thing at the start, where he's trying to pretend he hasn't got in the room. She's like hiding in the wardrobe and everything. Mm. And I just, because I grew up like, uh, Madeline Smith was sort of part of my development into a man. I see. If you like. I understand. Um, I, th- I think if I, if I'd pulled Madeline Smith, I would be shouting it at Q as soon as he walked through the door. Sorry, M. As soon as he walked through the door, M, you will never believe who I've just slept with. It's Madeline Smith. It's
0: incredible. That's, that would have been a great scene. Yeah, if Bond just lost all of his elan and just yes, he horrendous. was very realistic to me <laughs> i like i, I really like M being fucking livid that he's got a cappuccino machine how big is his coffee machine as well it's massive
1: i thought he was running a cafe out of his flat because <laughs> it's not just like a, a, a sort of a you know drippy coffee machine thing he's got no. the, the the bean grinder and the he's, he's got about four coffee machines in his in his kitchen hasn't he it's like he's brought the, the agent back and that machine from italy do you, ah, do you think that's the, the Italian sort of connection that she's brought? Mm. Do, you, do you think that's hers? I reckon it is. That would make more sense, I suppose. Sheer magnetism, darling. Oh, yeah, a, a undoing a dress with a, a magnetic um, a watch. as opposed a, a watch
0: that's only good for spoons at the beginning, because there must have been other metal things in that room that would have been attracted to the watch, surely. Yeah,
1: yeah. It was, it was actually a fortunate um, blocking that they weren't standing the other way around, so he was facing the kitchen. Mm. He could have got a kitchen knife through the wrist. Or a cappuccino machine through
0: his head. Or yeah, a whole cappuccino machine. <laughs> yeah, Is that no, all I'm... it does? Yeah, but well, there's a double O agent at the beginning who gets killed. He says, um you know, he says, oh, I, I liked him. We, we shared the same bootmaker.
1: Um, Is it bootmaker or bookmaker? I, I thought it was
0: bootmaker.
1: It. Okay. I could be wrong. That would make more sense, I suppose. Bootmaker, yeah.
0: But it made me think that you, you, you think Bond's a shit spy, but the fellow who dies at the beginning, he looked about 70 which is, hang on, is this the, the one who's
1: in the UN who... who no, 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 this is the one who gets bitten by, 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 by the snake. His, oh, right, yeah, yeah. Right. The one that doesn't leave a mark, the snake that doesn't leave yeah. any mark on his face whatsoever. Yeah. Because there's three, isn't there? There's the one in the UN who dies of a loud noise, which is the kind <laughs> of thing
0: an eight-year-old would die. It's like he got killed by Keith Emerson. He got killed by this kind of... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And there's the... Um, there's actually,
1: the... the, the, the It's one of those scenes that you remember is is the one where it's the New Orleans, I think, uh, funeral. Yeah. And he stabs him. Hmm. So they set up an entire funeral with mourners and a a Dixieland band and and all that kind of thing. You know, it's a really elaborate setup. Mm -hmm. And then they just stab him. It's the way I'd like to go, though. Oh, no, I'm not denying it would be because you imagine when... Because when, the coffin goes down, doesn't it, picks him up, and then mm. they walk off with him. You imagine he's probably still alive at that
0: point. Yeah, and then the last thing you hear is that... I mean, that'd be quite nice. That's a yeah. quite a nice way to go. But yeah. it just seems needlessly elaborate, I think. Well, that's the Bond thing, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose. But it made me think that's what the funeral... That's what it would be like if you were having a normal funeral, right? And then someone shouted out, you know, like Piers Morgan and Nigel Farage have died. Suddenly that would happen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they seem really genuinely happy he's died,
0: so I don't know whether he's done something dreadful to them. Maybe he was a paedophile. It is 1973. That's a, that's a strong possibility, yeah. Yeah, I mean, everyone was then. You weren't normal if you weren't a paedophile.
1: Well, I was one year old in, <laughs> in 1973, so... I suppose technically, is it paedophilia if you're one years old and you're having sex with another one-year-old? I don't know. I don't, I
0: don't think we should go there. I think that's probably an alleyway that we don't want to walk on. Literally. Literally. And but Jane Seymour's in this.
1: She is solitaire. She's, she's again, very fetching. And, she looks very fetching. what I don't get is because, and I may be wrong because my memory of all the Bond films isn't, isn't sort of encyclopedic, but is it the only Bond film where people have genuine superpowers? Actual superpowers because solitaire can actually, the tarot cards, yeah, she can actually sort of she's psychic, she's genuinely psychic, isn't yes, she? I think it is, yeah, yeah. And to me, that seems more interesting than following around a guy in his 40s that has a JB on his dressing gown. Do you know what I mean?
0: Mm. She's a genuine superhero. I bet he's got BJ on his pants, though. Oh, for goodness sake, <laughs> I bet he has. So that's not a thing he'd do. <laughs> um, yes, but what's more interesting is that he uh, shags the power out of her. And oh yeah, ruins he, yeah,
1: it. he does. He he fucks the psychic out of her, which mm. is which is incredible. I don't know whether he has like a um, a
0: a sceptic penis. <laughs> Arthur C. Clarke cock. <laughs> Arthur cock. Personally, I doubt it. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, so, he, yeah, yeah, he has a good turn in rapey card tricks.
1: Oh yes, he he uh, he. Yet, yeah, sex by card trick. Just yeah, brought an it. entire
0: deck of cards for yeah, they should do it again.
1: That that doesn't really pan out, does it? Just like I'd better keep a, a card, a deck full of these cards in case this situation arises. Mm. But, but I just you have another I, set that just said "wank me off." Well, yeah, ju- just in case he's thinking, well, maybe she's not going to be entirely yeah. keen. Yeah, but oh, she she takes to the cock like a duck to water, though doesn't she? <laughs> Because after the first one, he's like, okay, well, uh, we're in the middle of a heroin sort of encampment with, with an arch baddie um, and I've, I've shagged the psychic out of you, so you really need to get going. And she goes, well, have we got time for one more? And you're not like, crikey.
0: Yeah, it reminded me of the first time I had chili. <laughs> I had it and then I was like, I'd really like
1: another bit of chili. Yeah. And, you know, there's the whole stinging bottom afterwards. Well, yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> oh, for goodness <laughs> sake, he's going very low brow this, isn't
0: cock like a duck to water. <laughs> oh, dear.
1: But I just wonder whether this is what happened to Derek Okora. <laughs> because he was hired for, like, most haunted for his psychic abilities. So you mm-hmm. should he have them at one point. Yeah. But clearly, like, if you watch the show, he hasn't. He's just sort of flailing around. And he's just it making he up hasn't. as he's
0: going along, isn't he?
1: Yeah, so I wonder whether between being sort of signed up hmm. and, and the
0: show starting to be filmed, he, he had the, the psychic shagged out of him. I reckon that happened. Yvette Fielding. Uh, yeah, no, I could see that. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We've all seen how mischievous she was on Blue Peter. She was. She was. She was very mischievous. Yeah. But, uh, she probably is what made Mark Curry be so accident-prone. Probably her sheer sexual magnetism caused him to crash a steam tractor into the set. <laughs> or knock over a giant Lego head. That will probably, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to go with that. absolutely. I liked it when Solitaire said, um, a man comes, he comes over water. I thought, well, you've yeah, certainly yeah. seen something there. I wondered whether water was the name of
1: another bong girl. <laughs> but um, uh, <laughs> but no, actually, the other thing, I, I did do a little bit of Googling and... When this was filmed, I think uh, Roger Moore was forty-six and Jane Seymour was twenty-two. Lovely. That's a bit creepy, isn't
0: it? Yeah, yeah. As I say, it was the seventies. It was, it was, it was in vogue. Not the band. So, if you're saying that the seventies was sort of paedophile, if
1: anything, he was going a bit older. Yeah, yeah. For the, for the time.
0: Yeah, he was probably trying to be respectable. Yeah, well, that's fair enough. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I liked it when Bond was doing his chase through Harlem and literally everybody had a CB radio. Oh, there's a CB radio in every object. Yeah, it's like convoy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I just thought that you could pick up like a, a, a paving stone and there'd be a sort of a CB under it or, yeah. you know, a pineapple. You just pick it up and be able to speak into it.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, yeah I, I just think as well, the, mm. the thing that could have rescued Bond an awful lot in this film is if he just hired a car himself. Yeah. Because every time he gets into a car, there's a Rongan driving yeah. it. It's literally every
0: car he gets into, yeah. Yeah, and you just think, well, just, you know, don't be cheap. Just hire a car. That's a very good point, because when he, when Rosie sorts him out of that car later, that's with, you know, with half a mind to double-cross him. Yeah,
1: yeah. So the only sort of vehicle... Actually, no, it, there's the Rusty Bus, which is one of the worst Bond vehicles i think ever. <laughs> yeah. There's a Rusty Bus that he take under a low bridge but that's
0: mm. that's apart from that he doesn't have much looking vehicles at all yeah yeah and there's not many gadgets in this either there's this there's this morse code morph hairbrush oh, god they're rubbish the gadgets in this aren't they, yeah. they look like together in like five minutes but no
1: sorry no there's 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 the bit in the in the bungalow where yeah there's the there's the bug detector mm.
0: and then there's the which reminded me do, do out what we was, sorry god so i'll say do you remember morph do you remember when morph expanded and he had like a family and his, um, and his pet was like a hairbrush. Yes, yes, but yes. All I could think of was that. Oh, right. Did you think it was like a, a, a spin off? I felt like it, yeah. I felt like Morph's morph pet hairbrush had kind of gone into espionage hmm. and maybe had some but the, sort uh, of light-up arse.
1: <laughs> that all, I mean, the bit in the bungalow as well, again, that's a, they try and kill him with a really slow-moving snake. Yeah, not, not the best, is it? No, and and he could like get a pillowcase case and just put it into the pillowcase, case, or he could burn half the bungalow down, which is what he does.
0: Yes, but I quite like that he burnt the snake to death and then had the presence of mind to then use the rest to just give himself a little bit of top up of aftershave. Well, uh, yeah, but he only shaves half his face because he's shaving in the yeah. bath is when the
1: waiter turns
0: on. Yeah.
1: And you know, it's it's just a wick. Right, I've shaved half my face. I'll have a foot long cigar. It's
0: a very foot long cigar, isn't it? Yeah, it's 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 quite funny. You should we should ask Monica Lewinsky about that one. Mm. But that's when um, that's when Rosie turns up, isn't it? Yes, Mrs. Bond with her well, afro wig.
1: Yeah, which again I think is just sort of because the whole film <laughs> because, as you say, it's it's clearly written by uh, is it Mr. Mankiewicz? Yes. And what? And the whole film seems to be right. Where would one find black people? <laughs> and that seems to be the choice for the locations. Yeah. Because like the, the bits in Harlem in New York, uh, New York looks dreadful in this it really film. Really does, just, doesn't it? It looks like sort of they've filmed it just after Godzilla left.
0: Yeah. Well, every 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 scene looks like a sort of background of a Van Morrison album cover, <laughs> or Springsteen or something. It's just like it was just urban decay everywhere you look and. Yeah, if you wanted gritty 80s video. But um, yeah, but yeah, no, Rosie's... I like Rosie, actually. Yeah, I liked her too. Yeah, I think she's pretty cool. I couldn't work out whether she was, as an actress, good or not very good. Okay. She kind so of what's, flits between the two. You think? I, I, I don't know. I think I I quite liked her. I think she was just sort of... She had spirit. She definitely had spirit. I would say spunk, I but... I What's that? I was going to say spunk. I'm glad I didn't. No, no, no. That's probably why.
1: But no, I think she played the I'm not very good at spying thing really well. I mean, she fooled Bond, didn't she?
0: Yeah, and he's not very good at spying either, so. Yeah, so he'd know what it looks like. Exactly. Yeah.
1: but Again, there's the horrible bit where, um, and I know Duvalon Toms and and, and Bond and everything, there's the bit where he says he's going to lick her into
0: shape. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's not nice. No, it's not nice. And also when she says you wouldn't kill me after what we just did. And he says, "I certainly wouldn't have killed you before." Yeah, it's like he's boasting; he's not a necrophiliac. Yeah, which again, yeah. It's the seventies makes him stand <laughs> out. Um, but the, before Rosie arrives, we we get we meet Baron Samedy. Baron Samedy is amazing. I've put these. I've put these. Basically, a red coat. Really? Well, no, yet yeah, no. He's just, like a holiday camp performer, isn't? It's the stage
1: show they they have where you first see him, and it's like I don't know if you've ever been on holiday to. I don't know, sort of Greece or Spain or something like that. Mm-hmm. And in the hotel, they say we'll do um, a stage show of uh, traditional, authentic thingy me bob. Yeah. And you go along to it. And it's really cringeworthy because it's it's quite sort of oh okay, this is awful. Do you, am I making sense? Do you know, like yeah, where yeah, know you, you go to a Spanish hotel and and they'll have sort of um, the castanets, the um, dancers, things. Mm. This is they're not enjoying it, and neither am I. It's, it's no. that kind of thing. Authentic isn't it? culture. Or th- yes, or authentic inauthentic culture. Yeah. No, but Samadhi himself is amazing. He is yeah. just the
0: coolest. Mm. He's Ted Bovis with palm trees.
1: <laughs> but the little bit of research I have done, Jeffrey Holder,
0: yeah. incredible, incredible person. Mm.
1: So that he was a ballet dancer, costume designer, choreographer, director, painter, photographer. He worked with Josephine Baker. He's just he's, the coolest guy. He's in Ali. Yes, he is. Yes, he's the... Uh, the butler. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Do you remind you, actually, you know, you're saying he's like Ted hmm. Um He reminds me of Tim Curry. He has that kind of... Yes. That archness to him. Flamboyantness.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah.
1: But it says that the Baron Samadhi, uh again. Referring back to research, like mm. Baron Samady as a as a, um, a mythic figure kind of thing. Mm. He's noted for a quote: disruption, obscenity, debauchery, and a fondness for tobacco and rum. Mm. And you think, why do we want Bond to win? Exactly,
0: because he sounds way more fun. He is more fun, and, and in fact, he he doesn't die because you see him at the end of the. Yes. The train laughing away because he's getting a free train ride. That's absolutely right. Yeah, he's like, I didn't buy a ticket. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> yeah, it's like Southern Rail. You know, he's not stuck with all the no. all the suckers standing up. He's got he's got room. Although I'd like to see him do that on a train from um, Brighton to London. He freezes to death. Well, he, he, his answer going on, wouldn't it? Yeah, with he all the stops, sat, sat
1: there for a good sort of two hours. Yeah. But there's the old bit with with the Samadhi thing where, like, they say, well, when he comes out of the grave, mm. and they go, we better send a, a, a fake one up. Yeah. Because Bond's going to shoot him in the head. But with working eyeballs as well. So when yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, real attention to detail. So Jim Henson's probably involved. Yeah. Hmm. If he is involved, then he didn't do a very good job on the... Um, the sort of scarecrowy things with the cameras because they are quite rubbish.
0: Uh, well, more to the point if he is involved then he's complicit and I'm glad he's dead. Yes. Pushing heroin onto school kids. See the heroin thing. Now there's another thing.
1: Isn't heroin a bit rubbish for Bond? Do you know what I mean? Bit, yeah. You have Bond films where taking over the world, mm. taking over Fort Knox, diamonds and it's just he's just dealing with a, a smack dealer. It's a bit yeah. low key.
0: Yeah, it's not great, isn't it? I mean, really, this should be Zamo, isn't it, rather than Bond. <laughs> I want Zamo taking out the Dr. Kananga. Did you know why his name K- uh, name's Kananga? It's a bit of trivia I, for you. I, I don't know. The man who owned the crocodile farm, which is a real thing, or was a real thing in the Caribbean, was a guy called Ross Kananga, and he was mental. And they were <laughs> scouring locations, and that sign that said trespassers will be eaten is a genuine sign that was on his face. Oh, right, so it's not set dressing, that. No, that was his genuine face. Right. And, and he did the stunt of jumping over the crocodiles. Wow, oh, so the, the, the real Kananga did the mm. actual... All oh, right, so are they real crocodiles in this? They are. Stuff? What they did is they basically lined them up and tied them down. Oh, dear. And he ran over their backs wearing shoes that Roger Moore thought would be a hilarious joke, which he wears throughout the entire scene. Oh, hang on, don't tell me. Go on. Are they crocodile skins? They are. Oh, no. Which is, you know, a bit cruel, isn't it? Yeah. That's like, like turning I, up to your friend's party in the skin of his wife, it's like <laughs> Buffalo Bill. And when everyone's yeah. saying happy birthday, you're going, would you fuck me? <laughs> Maybe Bond should have done that in the bungalow before,
1: before <laughs> Rosie turns up. Do fuck <laughs> to that exact <laughs> song as well. I can't remember which song it was. Goodbye, horses. Mm.
0: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile.
1: Okay. I was on a train the other day with a, a lady that had goodbye horses tattooed across her neck. Did she? I thought,
0: yes, I thought it was a bit extreme. It is a bit extreme because it gives you all sorts of connotations you don't exactly want. No, no, not quite. Not Makes quite. you but think no, she's, she's probably got someone in a pit at home. Does she she did she ask you to help her with a sofa?
1: lotion on my skin, so that was, yeah. That was something, yeah. But no, I, <laughs> no <laughs> I can't shake the image of Roger Moore tucking himself behind himself in front of a mirror. Yeah. It'd be good in his voice, though, wouldn't it?
0: Would you fuck me? All right, fuck me. Fuck me? I fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Put the lotion on the skin, It does this three times a day. Well, there we go. If they ever remake *Science of the Linus, Roger Moore. Oh, he'll be too old now.
1: No, but that's why he needs the skins of, of younger people. Yeah, that's true. He can't afford the plastic surgery anymore, so this is a, another way of doing it.
0: You've got it sorted. And he, he'd have the van,
1: he'd have the gadgets to help him sort of... Carry it all out. You know the speedboat
0: chase in this? Mm. Goes on a bit, doesn't it?
1: Jeez, I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> I I went on one of the most disastrous
0: holidays of my
1: life. It was when I was at university mm. and I went on the Norfolk Broads for a week. Yeah. With my then girlfriend, her parents, and her grandmother. Mm. And it was worse than I've just made that sound. <laughs> and that was a week. Yeah. And still wasn't
0: as long as this boat chase. It goes on. It reminded me of the OJ chase, but obviously with everything yeah. flipped. Yeah. Those of black guys chasing a white guy who was, well, he's not going slowly, but it feels like he's going slowly because it just goes on and on and on. But you have got racist cops though. Very racist cops, yeah. Is is it J.W. Pepper? He's he's a bit
1: broad, isn't he? And he's basically a cab- like
0: a right-wing cabaret act, isn't he? <laughs> Yeah, he's like, "Hey, boy!"
1: Yeah, they yeah. dialed him up to eleven for the whole redneckiness, doesn't he? Yeah, he's really bad. To think, because I remember as a kid, because as I said earlier, this I was I have very fond memories of this, and I remember as a kid that was sort of as a kid that's the character that you look forward to because he is so yeah sort of cartoonish.
0: Yes, because he's in he's in this, then he's in Golden Gun, and he does basically the same thing in Superman 2 as well. So was that his career? Was he just that he
1: just needed to be a, a a racist cop surrounded by sort of heroes. I guess so. Makes you wonder why he wasn't in Mississippi, Burning, doesn't it? (laughs) That would have been amazing. Hmm. Right in the middle of this very serious film, him just sort of (laughs) jumping down on his hat and gold on it and whatnot.
0: Yeah, saying to Gene Hackman, you're not gonna... just as he grabs his balls. But there's the whole thing, because they kind of... They try and
1: have their cake and eat it because he is quite, as I say, quite broad, hmm. but they still try and do these uh, racial te- He calls everyone boy, doesn't yeah. he?
0: Yeah, everyone, yeah. That's a bit, it's a bit much. It is a bit. Yeah. And, and his brother-in-law says it as well when the guy steals his fast speedboat. He stands yeah. up and says, what are you looking for, boy? Yeah. Yeah, you're it's, you're a bit racist. And the boats can do anything, can't they? They can go over roads, they can sort of drive right. across the entire lawn. Yeah. Bore you, senseless. Yeah, there's genuinely one bit where I thought I've I've forgotten who's chasing who and why. Yeah, it made me think I I don't need this because I've seen the opening titles to Gentle Ben. <laughs> you know when you get them seeing going across the Everglades on those hoverboat things. Yeah, I think I, that that's all the boat chasing I need to see. Don't need this. And it didn't have a bear in it. No. But, uh, which Gentleman does, so that's another advantage. It had crocodiles, and there's a bit in this. You know when um, Bond gets out away from the crocodiles after jumping over their backs, and then he douses the baddies' house in petrol? All I could think of was Partridge post-Bond um, marathon throwing mm. Sunny D all over his caravan. <laughs> that's all I could think I was wondering if that was a deliberate homage. I don't know, but that's all I could think of. But I just think
1: as business ventures go, I, I think heroin farm, stroke crocodile form. Mm.
0: He's asking for trouble. He is asking for, It's like that shit meme about the um, spider plant and the nuclear power plant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it, you're going to come a cropper at some point. All well, you need is one crocodile to get addicted to heroin, and then he's in there every five minutes asking for more.
1: God, imagine how scary a, a, a crocodile on smack would be.
0: Because there's what that fun? bit where he says, oh, they can live for
1: up to 200 years. Mm. Mm, no, they can't. No. Nothing. That's nonsense. Yeah. That's absolute rubbish. Maybe they can on heroin. Actually, no, yeah, that's a good point. That yeah. might sort of, I don't know, would that speed up their immune system? Oh,
0: I don't know. I don't
1: know. How would they take it as well because they've got very stubby arms, so I can't imagine they'd be able to inject themselves.
0: Well, you know that bit in train spotting where the Mother Superior has to get someone to inject his cock. Oh, now there's a job you wouldn't want. Yeah, exactly, yeah. You'd want danger money for
1: injecting heroin into a crocodile's cock.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't even know where to find a crocodile's cock. Have the crocodiles got cocks? Well, there's the Elton John song about it, isn't there? <laughs> Yes, you're right, there is. Yeah, I remember when Rock was young, which was the name of his crocodile. Yeah. Yeah. Me and Jeannie had so much fun. Yeah. know It all all, all makes sense now. I can't believe I didn't see that before, which is probably what you said after. Yes. Mm. Um, I want to talk about Mrs. Bell. Mrs. Bell. Yeah, she's having the flying lesson. Yeah, oh, yes, yes. She's the one with the, the massive glasses. Massive goggle things. And Bond takes her literally... The source of takes her in a circle around an airport. And yes, the cars chase them and everything, but... Yeah. And then afterwards, Felix says she's in intensive care. So what did he do after the, the That's camera what stopped I want to know. Did he sort
1: of think, i better not leave any witnesses behind? Oh, I think he did. He gave her a punishment beating. <laughs> I
0: think he beat her to death.
1: Or half to death. Yeah. yeah. Because there's that weird... because that the whole thing? You know, you get the, the, the... He drives around and then the wings come off. Hmm. And then he does his sort of one-liner... And then the next minute, he's just—he's in a hotel somewhere, and everything's fine, and yeah. nobody's chasing him anymore. Because there's a few bits through the film where you've, he's done just enough to maybe buy himself a couple of minutes, mm. and the director or whoever's gone. Oh, well, I'm sure he'll—he'll he'll work away out of that.
0: That's fine. Yeah. Because that's what was bothering me is he freed Solitaire from this, um, you know, life of being this superhero
1: servitude basically servitude
0: yeah and then he shagged her a few times shagged her a few times more on the boat for good measure and Mm. then when thing when there was a bit of heat at the airport he just ran off yeah not very nice um, i'm I'm sure she'd be fine yeah all right she's only a vulnerable young woman who doesn't know what the outside world is i'll just leave her with these fellas who probably want to kill her and she's got no way because
1: if you think about it she's used to knowing what the future holds
0: yeah she's like mystic
1: meg she is, but now, now she doesn't know what the future holds because, as we've mentioned, she's had the the psychic shagged
0: out. Yeah, maybe that's why Mystic Meg's not on telly anymore. Maybe she slept with Roger Moore. Well, you wouldn't want to go on telly after that, would you? No, not really.
1: But yeah, the um, the the, the whole she's in intensive care bit. I I you go did, did something else happen that they cut out of the film? I think I think that they're back to a cape fear style beating.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But there's the fight just before he gets in the plane. Hmm. It's genuinely the worst fight scenes. There are terrible fights scenes in this. There's it's, a... it's, it's, he's so ungainly. It's like trying to fight somebody using a wardrobe.
0: He, there's a couple of moments in this where he kicks people in the stomach and they fall unconscious. Yeah. Which yeah. So bothers unless got, me.
1: Unless he's got Winkle Pickers on, like very pointy shoes. Hmm. Maybe it's like a pressure point thing.
0: Maybe. Maybe he's so good at karate that yeah. so he's able to it was, find it. But there's a really,
1: really awful fight choreography bit in the, on the, air, in the airport where the, he's he sort of dealt with one bloke and there's a bloke behind him who just sort of stands there and waits for him to, to hit him. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's yeah. not, it's like, oh, if this was done a bit sharper, then that, you know, but I better just sort of wait for him to finish what he's doing.
0: Mm. But then Bond um, rescues Solitaire. Um, as we discussed earlier, Baron Samedi comes up out of the ground and mm. he faces Dr. Kidanga in his underground lair. Yeah. And there's one of my favourite bits, that uh, Whisper. Um, Bond reveals that he's carrying this compressed gas pellet. Mm. And Whisper's sitting on the sofa and suddenly he just starts pissing himself laughing. <laughs> it's like Whisper fucking loves compressed gas pellets. They're
1: oh, his favourite. He's, he's, if you get gas and you compress
0: it, yeah. he's happy. Is this like hippie, well, they call it hippie crack. Oh, laughing gas. Yeah, is, oh. this, is this what Whisper's on to make you, that's why his voice is fucked. I don't know. Maybe that's, Yeah. That would make sense, actually. Yeah, even yeah, yeah. Smedy's like um, Smeddy, What's his name? Kananga's just like "fuck you." Whisper and he shoots the sofa. Yeah, which you know fills fills up and expands and makes Whisper see, look like a bit of a dick.
1: See, I don't know that leather sofas are airtight necessarily.
0: No, I don't think they are. No,
1: but um, but maybe he has a specially built one because it's probably full of heroin. Well, that
0: seems foolish, thing because you don't want to blow up a, a sofa full of heroin, do you? Not really. No. No, but yeah. at that point, he doesn't care. Mad with power, Nick. Yeah. Well, just mad, basically. Well, just mad. But he does get the best Bond villain death in cinema history. Oh, God, no, it's awful. It's brilliant. Just... <laughs> it's... It's almost it's... as good as Baron Samedi dying by fucking a box full of snakes. Yeah, no, although he doesn't die. No, it's true, but he does a couple of humps and then just dies. No,
1: at least when Samedi falls into the to the... To the coffin, he's mm. still recognisably a human being. <laughs> Whereas when Kananga's inflated and he, and he floated to the ceiling, he he looks like a really shitty balloon that you get at the fair. He does. It's quite funny that they're supposed to make. We're supposed to think that's a real man. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like they've made the film and gone right. What's left in the budget? Eight mm. quid. Oh shit! <laughs> we just need to get an inner tube and sort of paint a face on it. And I've, I've seen
0: a, a picture of. um the uh, sort of balloon puppet they use for that. And it's quite funny because it looks like Louis Armstrong just as he's blowing the trumpet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, maybe before he hits the ceiling, he could have done, We've got one of five World.
0: Just as he blows up, he goes, Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 if he
1: floated up really, really slowly.
0: Oh, that would be quite beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I could have played the A's funeral. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, Cubby Cananger's- Broccoli couldn't be at the funeral, but he's sent us this video message.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just a balloon slowly drifting. Oh, that'd be poignant, wouldn't it? That would be absolutely gorgeous. I'd like that. But Kananga's Underground layer hmm. again, a bit ornate for a heroin dealer. Yeah. Like, why do you need an Underground Railway?
0: You don't, just I mean, he's effectively built himself centre parks, hasn't he? Well, no, he's built
1: himself a zoo because he's got crocodiles and yeah. alligators and then sharks. Oh, yeah, he's got sharks. I forgot that. Just actually, no, because that's got one of the best credits of the opening film. Because in the opening credits, just hang yeah. on, let me get this right. Because I wrote it down because okay. I just thought, but yeah, even Jaws doesn't have this. Shark scenes by William Grief. William Grief? William Grief. Well, uh, G R E F E. So, Greffy. Greffy. I like Grief better. I'm going with Grief, yeah. So there's a specific credit shark scenes by William Grief. But I'd like to be a person that you go to for shark scenes.
0: Hmm. I mean, how do you, how do, you, do does he have the
1: sharks? Well, this is my point. If he's got all these animals and so on, that he could probably turn a decent profit just opening, hmm. I mean, you know, as you say, with the, with the monorail and whatnot. Yeah. Just make it a theme
0: park. Hmm. It would be like that Being Universal where you go through the pretend train station. Oh, I've not done that. What's that? Oh, you go through a, like an earthquake simulator. Oh, Okay. It's not very good.
1: But you've got um you'd have Samity, he could sort of,
0: you know, yeah. pop up sort of say hello and, and, and do a bit. Yeah, you know, James so a James Bond theme park would be pretty good.
1: Yeah. That's that work. You wouldn't want it for the kids though, would you? Because if you wanted it to be like an immersive experience, there would be a string of sort of passionless sex with
0: women who normally end up dead afterwards. Yeah. No, but then we do get the train scene at the end with T he as his name. Teehee. Teehee with his claw hand arm. Oh, is that his name? Is that Teehee? Teehee. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that seemed a bit tagged on. I'm wondering if Teehee, when he goes to the toilet, if he has a joke every time and everyone's sick of it, he just says, I'm going for a TP now. Oh, that's nice. I bet the first time someone was like, TP. But after a while, no. So how do you get a nickname like Teehee? I'm guessing he laughs a lot. Maybe he's like Whisper with compressed gas (laughs) canisters. Maybe Teehee just finds everything funny. Surely Baron Samadhi should be called T. Hee, because he laughs a lot more. He laughs a lot more. And he's good at playing the flute and sort of busting out weird sort of dialogue that has no place in what they're doing. But if it's a flute that's got, a radio. obviously, because it's this film, it's got a CB in it as well. Yeah, everything's got a fucking CB. I bet that crocodile's cock from earlier has got a CB in it.
1: <laughs> I'm just imagining them holding it up to their ear. Bond's just left... You know, a big twenty-foot crocodile. The bonds just left the area. Just all be like Dom um, Jolly. Hello,
0: yeah, crocodiles <laughs> everywhere. It's rubbish. Oh, imagine John Don Jolly pressed to a crocodile. I'd quite like that actually. Yeah, because there's a, a high chance he'll be eaten. Yeah, but yeah, it just the the the, the fight at the end mm. is a bit of an odd one. And, and again, it's
1: a thing that I remember from the film, and it's it's sort of you know uh, 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 quite memorable. But it just seems it's that oh everything's fine.
0: Oh no, it's not. Oh, yes, it is. Well, it pisses me off because, well, when I was a kid, I got this and Spyro Love me confused. They both end in pretty much the same way, with Mm. the baddie henchman coming to them on a train and fighting them and going out of the window. Yeah. Um, But what I don't understand is because T, I
1: mean, obviously he must know at this point that Kananga's been sort of uh, Louis Armstronged. Yeah. and, And... you know, and, and the whole operation. So I assume he's, he's on a, a wage. You just think, well, why? Yeah. Just go home, wouldn't you? You it's just it's go lo- It's
0: loyalty, though, isn't it? It's good. Is it? Yeah. You'd want that, wouldn't you? What, for my underlings? Well, if you died and, you know, you didn't you didn't get the chance to say, avenge me, and then they avenged you, you'd be looking down from heaven thinking, that was good. Thanks for that. Sorry, when you say looking down from heaven, I've now again got the mental image of him floating. <laughs> Are he carrying a harp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Teehee. Yeah, cheers for that, mate. Yeah. He can't play his harp, of course, because he's got a robot arm. So. Well, he'd be a bit like um, old Django Reinhardt, wouldn't he? He would. Or oh, he'd have like a keytar.
1: Yeah, I'm just trying, what instrument could He sort of manage? Um, well, he couldn't do a harp, because he'd break all the strings. Yeah, he'd be able to play it once. He'd just be able yeah. to bling, and then that'd be it, new harp. yeah. Oh, yeah. well, I suppose
0: in heaven they just hand them out, didn't they? So that's true. That's true. He'd yeah, be all right. Like a guitar? He could he, he could guitar, couldn't he? He'd just hold the plectrum between his claw. Yeah, yeah, he'd be all right with guitar, actually. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be all right. Yeah. They got oh, quite actually, a few used, of music as well. Best bumfing, clearly. Oh yeah, oh God yeah, this is my favourite one by a million miles. Yeah. Even Wait it's got second. the really clumsy use of the word "in" twice. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 grammatically it's not sound, but musically it's fucking hmm. brilliant. Yeah. George, score George score. Martin and Maca- oh George Martin's soundtrack to this it's 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 definitely one of my favourite Bond scores. It's definitely mm. my non my favourite non Barry score. It's so good. I, I, mean, oh, I got not- to interview him about this, of course. You interviewed George Martin. I did. Crikey! I emailed, I emailed his agent and I said I really like. I basically said I really like this soundtrack and I'd like to know more about it. Uh, could I interview George Sir George I said I think Mm -hmm. and I was expecting nothing and then about two days later he said yeah just send us the questions and then about a week later I got all the answers back from George Martin oh cool what a very nice man
1: so it wasn't um, sort of a was it big train situation where (laughs) he's
0: just talking for no it was very short and sweet actually I was hoping it would be like big train I'd like well they certainly never did drugs in front of me in front of me yeah (laughs) But it
1: is just a bit, as a film, a bit racisty. is it? Yeah. Yeah, it is a bit. That's fair to say,
0: is it? It's just, just a bit, Um, I suppose, tin-eared.
1: Yeah. I think, okay, that's probably
0: more, more charitable. It's, it? it's, trying to, it's trying to do something, but it's kind of approaching it from a white man's <laughs> angle, really. It's kind of like I'm... your dad coming in to your room when you're listening to, like, hip-hop, wearing a backwards baseball cap going, I'm with it. Yeah, he yeah. he seems quite enthusiastic. And doing, um, you know, bass. How low can you go? Mm. Type of thing. But
1: I thought I did wonder with that with um, him uh, and Rosie because mm. obviously that's an interracial cop. I thought is is that progressive? I yeah, don't know. I, th-
0: I think it is. Even though unfortunately, because it's she's a black lady, she had to die. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, which is a shame. But yeah, I thought that was pretty progressive for a Bond film, and particularly for 1973, isn't it? 73, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. for 73, I think that's pretty good. I mean, they don't actually have any... Do they actually kiss? Yes, yes, in a really weird way. Yeah.
1: Because because there's a bit when, you know, just before he boasts about not being a necrophilia, with their lion... Because basically they're going on a really dangerous mission and then they stop for a picnic in the middle.
0: Well, he's got some excellent pate in the hamper. Well, it's
1: a shame to waste it. it Absolutely. I mean... I just remember the way they kissed, it was really sort of... Almost as if she didn't want to kiss forty-six-year-old Roger Moore. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's how it looks. But, yeah, but I think that's—I think that's definitely a progressive thing. You can't—you certainly can't accuse Bond. Actually, you can completely accuse Bond of that. <laughs> Never mind. Um, but I think overall and That Die is a very good film. It's nonsense, but it's in, 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 enjoyably so. I think it's, it's, it fulfills the Bond criteria. Where you, if it was on, on a bank holiday, you'd probably watch it. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, no, you def- you'd, you'd sit through it all. I mean, you wouldn't just go and make a tea during the speedboat chase, obviously.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's that's if you smoke, that's your opportunity, isn't mm, it? Mm. Oh, actually, speaking of smoking as well, just the the the, the, the one of the Bondiest bits in it. Is, is the hang glider sequence. Oh, I've written that down. That's amazing, isn't it? The fact that he's just smoking a
0: cigar while yeah.
1: hang gliding.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's like he's sat on a, a lawn somewhere, just like, oh, i just have a cigar while yeah. I'm a, a, a thousand feet up in the air, hang gliding.
1: Yeah. It's almost like he thought, well, this hang is about 20 foot across, so it's yeah. quite conspicuous. Mm. How can I make it more conspicuous? <laughs> How about the glowing end of a cigar? And then I'll I'll just kick a man down a cliff. Yeah, that's. I'm going to have to because the man who gets kicked off the cliff is watching the boat. Yeah, has the hang glider attached to it. Yeah, and he doesn't notice the hang glider go
0: past him, do a circle, and come back around and kick him off the cliff. I'd like that phone call to his family. I'm sorry, but Steve's dead. He was kicked off a cliff by a hang glider.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just looking down the um, the insurance policy for the for the
0: job where there is covers. But at that point as well, because Roger looks a bit like the milk tray man. Yes. Yeah. So it could have been like, you know, it could have covered it up and said, you know, when you know that when there's a government thing, like a spaceship lands, and they'll do that thing to say it as a weather balloon. Yes. And they can say, well, we're we doing a milk tray advert. It went wrong. Steve's dead. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> no, but I like the idea that, you know, they're very specifically worded, that if he falls off a cliff, mm-hmm. his family get a payout. Yeah. If he gets kicked and dies... If it's a hand glider-related incident, but not if it's all three.
0: Yeah. It's um, like a very small print on that. Unfortunately, it hasn't met the criteria for a payout, but we're here you need us. Yeah. Changes but the like, locks.
1: And I like the fact that they've
0: got a quite a relaxed dress code mm. in Connects layer as well. It's, it's blue denim jeans... Red top. But also, when he does get off the hang glider wearing his black suit, which makes him nearly invisible to the naked eye, he then That's changes he into a white a suit. and a glowing cigar, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he changes then into a white suit. Yeah. That's just to make it increasing bit... the chance of him being captured. Yeah. yeah. I make it a bit sporting, because it's too easy the Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, I just can't
1: spy on this black stuff. Mm. He could have sort of ended the film well halfway, because when Kananga explains his because it's a good hour before you even know what's the peril here. What what's what's the idea? Yeah, do you know what I mean like it's it's in the other? It feels like in the other bomb films, you know who the buddy is and what they're planning to do. Yeah. Whereas with this one, it's about an hour in before you go. All oh, right, so he's going to f- supply heroin. Okay, well that'll make money. And you go, no, 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 he's not going to supply it. He's going to give away two billion dollars worth of heroin. Yeah. And you go, that doesn't seem a very good business plan.
0: Not really. No no it doesn't I was thinking that when he was telling the plan and Bond bon was a bit like wow that's really good and I was thinking am I missing something
1: yeah because Bond immediately knows how much money two tons of heroin would cost yeah which I don't know whether that's due to his days injecting it into Crocodile's cocks or not I don't probably, know probably yeah
0: there's a lot unwritten here isn't there mm. but Nick we have reached the point where we're going to do our smush quick fire questions crikey okay let's go so fingers on buzzers it's, it's not like that no <clears throat> Who is the best bond and what is the best bond film in your opinion? Okay. Like, um I don't know whether or bonds like Doctor
1: Who's that you like the one that you grew up with possibly I think so. I think so. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't say he's the best but my favorite uh, would be Roger Moore mm-hmm. I think. And, and and for all we've we what we've said I, I I would go with Live and Let Die because it has a brio to it and it's got I think Baron Samadi one of the best characters in any Bond film. So I'll, I'll go Roger Moore, living that die.
0: Excellent. So in your opinion, what is the oh, sorry, who is the worst Bond and what is the worst Bond film? Um ooh, worst Bond would be I think
1: Dalton. I think he's, I know, I know, but he just he's not much fun. And I think what the problem was with Dalton was it was a serious person in a silly set of films. They were still quite silly,
0: mm-hmm.
1: possibly. Whereas if you'd have put Dalton in the um, the recent ones, the you know uh, 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 the reboot stuff, it might have worked better. I don't know. Mm. But Dalton yeah. never really sort of took, took my fancy. And what's the um, worst Bond film, in your opinion? The worst Bond film is *Beautiful a Kill. Easily. Because it's got Duran Duran in it, and Duran Duran makes everything awful. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, great. So next, um Bond is full of stupid names like money, penny, small bone, good head. Um I do say small bone because someone picked me up because I had small bush, but that's a different matter. Yeah, um so ridiculous, no, w Yeah, yeah sorry, sorry. <laughs> so um off the top of your head, if you can, give me your best Bond lady name. Uh might no or I don't know. Tina Rach. Tina Rach. Yeah. Good, good, we'll move on. So uh if you can Give me the best Bond film title that you've just made up. Punching Russia. Punching Russia's excellent. Thank you. Um, so a hypothetical fist fight takes place between Simon Templer, the saint, and James Bond 007. Who wins? Uh, James Bond. He would kick Simon Templer's stupid face in. Okay. Finally, you're stranded on an island with Connery, Lazenby, Moore, Dalton, Brosnan, and Craig. Who do you elect as leader to devise your rescue attempt? And if that fails... Who do you eat first?
1: Um, I, I would go Dalton again. He seems, again, he'd be very serious-minded. He'd, he'd really want to get on with it, I think. You know, you think with, with sort of Connery and Moore, they're sort of a bit lazy by now. They, yeah, I think, I think Dalton would really sort of get a handle on it. Really? So I'd definitely go for him for the plan. Yeah. Um, Eating-wise, I think Connery and Moore would be a bit gamey by now. Yeah. Um, and is it is it, is it a desert island, did you say? Uh, I just says island. So let's island. say desert <laughs> island. Or... Okay. The only reason I ask is because if fuel is quite scarce, yeah, you wouldn't want to cook Connery or more because you'd need to slow cook them because mm. it'd <laughs> be quite tough. Yeah. And that'd take up a lot of fuel. But yeah. I think uh, Daniel Craig has got a lot of meat on him. Mm. He's still quite buff, isn't he? Mm. So I suppose he'd have a lot of eating on him, although not a lot of fat, which is what you'd need for energy. So mm. I'd I'd take down your Craig, only if he was between Bond films and he'd put a bit of fat on.
0: Well, I did see him at the football the weekend just gone. He did look a bit like he was carrying timber, as John Gregory would say. Oh, lovely, delicious. Okay. Um, Yeah, well, well, we'll go with Craig then. All right. Well, Nick Pettigrew, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you. This week. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Let me do this. No, thank you very much. And I shall say to you goodbye. Goodbye.